0: The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. This is Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for your company. We are heading into a bank holiday weekend. Uh, weather a little bit variable in different parts of the country over the weekend, but let's make the most of it while we can. Uh, sun is certainly shining uh, today in the south. Hope it is where you are. Uh, lots to talk about. A lot of, There's a lot of serious news around, but there's also a lot of hope around. Um, the question is, is whether the hopeful, all the hopeful data over COVID is actually going to lead to us getting back to our normal lives sooner rather than later. Indeed, completely... <laughs> after June the 21st, as many of us are still wary, won't happen, uh, but we're going to talk about all of that throughout the show with top scientists and top guests and politicians and of course we'll touch on uh, Boris and the flat refurbishment and the, the latest polling there ahead of next weeks of local elections in England and Welsh Assembly elections and Scottish Parliament elections as well uh, Joining me to uh, chat about all the big stories is uh, our regular guest on a Friday morning comedian, Dave Chawner. Good morning Good morning to you and happy bank holiday Friday. Yeah, we, we're loving a bank holiday Friday. Although it's not like a, it's not oh. like an Easter bank holiday Friday where you actually get the Friday off. But but it does it does yep. just feel. I mean, put it this way: my bank holidays start a little bit earlier than most people's because it's. I've got to be honest with <laughs> you. Nine fifty nine, I'm on my bank holiday.
1: Oh oh, absolutely. When like to be honest, when that laptop closes this weekend. Beer in hand, nothing's getting done. And I love that. This is why I feel that the whole story about Boris Johnson's flat come out. I Look, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but maybe this is all a big PR stunt from B&Q because we know a lot of people tend to do DIY over the bank holiday.
0: They do, they do. That's what it's all about. What did you, before we get onto other stuff, since you brought it up, what did you make of the, uh, the, the, the photo opportunity that Keir Starmer did in John Lewis looking at wallpaper? I have to say... I thought it was pretty funny. I think it's
1: great. I think this is a unique opportunity for Kia to show some personality. That's what I want yeah. from him. I want a laugh. I want a joke. I want a man of the people, not a knight commander of the Order of Bath.
0: <laughs> I have to say, I, I, when I when I was looking <laughs> when I was looking at the the man uh, the man and the roll of wallpaper. I was struggling to see which perhaps had more personality. And uh, I mean, a lot of people pointing out he should probably go off to the gardening, center, the gardening section so we can sit on a fence. But, um, you know, but I mean, I, I have to say, I mean, if, I, as I tweeted out yesterday, if my husband ever showed that much interest in a roll of wallpaper, as he was so intent on it, um, I, I, I divorced him on the spot. It's just boring me. Um, but I mean, genuinely, I, I could repaint the entire house and, uh, and my husband would walk in and, like, go, has something changed? Does something change? I don't know. It's just like he just lives there. Um, um, but uh, yeah, um, that 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 story has been dominating the news. We've been talking about it an awful lot on the show in the, in the last week. It would appear not not denting the polls whatsoever. The Times front page today: Tories increased lead over Labour despite flat row uh, support for Stammer dropped before the local elections, um, and people are basically saying that they care more about the vaccine rollout and they're getting back to normal than they care about these sort of sleaze claims, as we're told. Um, and i I have to say i mean i'm uh i i can understand why there there is that sentiment i i i do care about politicians getting. Loans, as it would turn out. I don't think it was planned to be a loan, but it was going to be a donation, a gift from very, very wealthy people to do things without us knowing about it. Because I think the reason why we have clean politics relatively in this country compared to most places in the world is because we do have all these declarations and there are rules there for a reason and they do help to protect us from sleaze. Do I think there was sleaze in this scenario? No, I don't. Um, Do I think Boris Johnson did something wrong? Yes, I do. Uh, Do I think he's lying about it? Yes, I do. Um, But does it really matter in the big scheme of things when people are Trying to get their lives back to normal keep the businesses afloat maybe you know get work again kids back to school without masks and all of that no it doesn't make a blind bit of difference to most people where are you?
1: Well, I think that's exactly. I think this is all a story about timing. After Greensill and everything that happened last week, I think it's really unfortunate timing, but equally it's kind of worked out for Johnson in timing of sort of the year of, yeah, getting back to work, getting back to holidays, getting back to jobs. I think that this will go away. Will we yeah. be talking about this this time next week? Probably not.
0: No, no. There, well, there is. I mean, there, there are now a huge number of different inquiries. I think we're on to the, the fourth one.
1: Uh. Um,.
0: Uh, Boris Johnson in front of the Guardian uh, refusal to trigger a public inquiry no no, I lie this is a public inquiry into the pandemic small matter of that but yeah I think one to four in total when it comes to uh, this the the, the flat refurbishments again there's no reason for there to be anything at all I mean literally everybody if it was up to me I mean again this is where people should have powers in this Six o'clock today, everyone produced their bank statements showing when the payments were made and who they were made to, whose money went where, £58,000. I'm sorry, I think if you can't spot a £58,000 sum being paid out either to a decorator or from the Tory party or to a donor or from Boris's bank account, wherever it is, if you can't spot that, then I'm sorry, Um, uh, something's going horribly wrong. It doesn't take months, does it?
1: I couldn't agree more. And the thing that really gets me about this is, yes, there's an inquiry into COVID. There's an inquiry into Grenfell going on. There's an inquiry into cronyism. There's not an inquiry into whether inquiries actually do anything. Do they make yeah. any change?
0: Yeah, uh, and I think we can pretty much say they don't very often. And we are going to talk about Grenfell mm. a little later after the Fire Safety Act was passed and people are still going to be stuck in their homes. Um, let's talk about a couple of stories that have emerged overnight. And um, one of them, I mean, it really is is, is absolutely... Horrific. Uh, we are having breaking news overnight about an event in Israel. It's a religious bonfire festival in Israel, attended uh, by Orthodox uh, Jewish people, and uh, a stampede. And it's not entirely clear yet why the stampede started, but a stampede has now, according to officials, left. 44 people at least dead uh, numerous people injured as well some with very serious injuries but uh, a crush involving that stampede there was some reports of footage of uh, of of uh, some sort of a collapse of, of or, or potential collapse which might have of a building which or, or a, a platform which may have led to the stampede some of the footage coming out really very horrendous people very 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 crushed together even before uh, this event making it very difficult also for the rescue operation to to uh, actually help people but at least 44 Dead, and we know children uh, are among those uh, at a religious festival uh, killed in that stampede um, what do you make of that
1: well i think horribly one of the things that really shocked me about this is we always know that when the statistics come out first they are so much lower than what they turn out to be and when i heard the number 44 i I was genuinely really shocked and I, I really hope that it doesn't climb. But I think we've seen time and time again these numbers tend to, which yeah. is just terrifying. Well, it was
0: It's the largest event in Israel since the pandemic had started. Tens of thousands of people at this event could have been up to 100,000. Uh, we know uh, they said that 38 people are in a critical condition critical condition at the site six more already critically injured and but evacuated and others wounded so the death toll very likely to rise uh, as they simply just climb through uh, uh, you know the, the 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 damage there. I mean, really, absolutely, very devastating news to be waking up to. And we see this again and again at these these mass events, particularly religious events, when there's um, people are just are crowded into very small spaces. We've we've seen this, of course, at the uh, the, the, the Hajj pilgrimage uh, previously on a number of occasions. A lot of these major religious events have been cancelled. Uh, in the last year um and uh, and and the ones that have gone ahead uh, there's often been a lot of criticism hasn't it we've seen look, what, what happened in india we saw that super spreader event at, uh, in south korea um and and there's so much of a row over things like churches and and mosques uh, and Muslim synagogues being closed here in the uk for a lot of the time but it, it there, there has been a concern about you know these these are you know in the same way as pop concerts they are mass events and and there really is a concern about about them being super, super spread events of course Israel amazing vaccine roll- out these sort of events going on going ahead but of course this is uh, this is a long-standing issue with huge numbers of people without proper crowd control
1: and I can't help but feel after the past 12 months that can't have made the situation yeah. any easier you know being away from groups of people of course we're all excited to get back to people, especially for what is not only a religious but also a celebration as well. And I can't help but feel that perhaps might have played a role in this terrible yeah, event.
0: Yeah, indeed. Well, let's talk about something else as well. This is overnight. Um, the award-winning actor and producer um, Noel Clark has been accused by some 20 women he's worked with of sexual harassment, groping and bullying. And now the BAFTA, the British Academy of Film and Television Arts, which only last week uh, awarded him one of his... Uh, that's top awards for his contribution to film, uh, has last night suspended his membership. Now, these allegations have made about Clark between 2004 and 2019. The Guardian uh, has carried out an investigation and spoken to these women. He has denied uh, all of the allegations, let's well, say virtually all of the allegations, but he said that, you know, if any woman is made to feel uncomfortable or disrespected, he sincerely apologises. Um, I've got to be honest with you. I've never heard of this guy. I'm not big on film, as my regular listeners will know. Um, I am increasingly concerned about the lack of due process we have when women make allegations against men in this country and in America and elsewhere that, yes... Obviously, when it's twenty women, not one woman, it's not he said, she said. It's he said, and then she said twenty times. I can absolutely understand why one would give more credence uh, to those allegations, particularly if women are making very similar allegations, and and they're you know they're not selling their story to to you know to to the tabloids. That they're, they're they're talking in a private capacity. However, I I don't understand why Bafta. I mean, this man has been accused of something. This will damage his career, whether true or not. If there is serious allegations that need to be investigated, that should happen, and if people want to take it to court, that should happen. And um, like, but but it seems to me that 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 to, for Bafta to suspend him is basically assuming his guilt without any right of reply.
1: Well, I look, I've got to tread so carefully on what I say here because I've I've had conversations like this before, and the thing that frustrates me is you can't have a logical conversation it becomes very impassioned and heated and i've pointed out before exactly this point that actually let's keep it out of the public eye so that if the perpetrator is guilty they absolutely get caught however it has been pointed out to me that some people feel that there isn't due process that the Conviction cases are so low, so don't go to the courts. Go to the papers.
0: Well, there, yeah, I mean, there, there there is an argument for that that one one could argue, but I mean, the, the statement from BAFTA says, "In light of the Guardian's piece, which for BAFTA provided for the first time detailed accounts outlining serious allegations regarding Noel Clark's conduct, we have immediately suspended the award and Noel Clark's membership of BAFTA until further notice." I mean, I, it just seems to me that you know. You know, we 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 investigation. If someone has not made you know an allegation to the police, if someone is not actually you know arrested or charged or uh, convicted of of an event, and they, I mean, I'm just not quite sure that that the a BAFTA awards handed out for being a nice guy, or are they handed out for your contribution to film. I don't see that. I mean, he these he's denied his allegations. I have no information whatsoever whether these allegations are true or not. He has denied them. Um, but but even if they were all true. I still don't see what the hell that's got to do with his contribution to film. In the same way, there are some well, really horrible people who've written fantastic novels or painted fantastic uh, pictures, and I don't see why uh, ah. that that means that we should just denigrate their work.
1: But uh, no, I know I personally see a difference there because BAFTA, like being a collective thing, you know, whereas if you're writing a novel, you can do it your own fine, lovely stuff. Right. However, if he was working on, say, like a building site or something with loads of other people, I would expect him to be suspended because it's the other people around him, not him yeah. himself. It's the other people. And, <laughs> and I feel like BAFTA as a collective organisation has to unfortunately yeah. do that.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah, it seems to me that uh, yeah that they're, they're not in charge of the film the, the the film sets he's working on. But there we are. Uh, we'll talk more about that. Uh, lots more to talk about, including all just to say this fantastic COVID news. I mean, twenty two million people living in areas where there hasn't been a COVID case for a month. Why are we not back completely to normal by now? The breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10.
1: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.